Good afternoon and welcome to Forward Team Daggett 2020. I am Antonio Tony Daggett, a retired United States Army Colonel Chaplain with over 36 years of military service. And I'm Vita Daggett, the wife of the Colonel for 37 years and we are the natural parents of 10 children, 8 sons and 2 daughters. Many of you are aware that I am a candidate and therefore running for the United States Congress House of Representatives seat here in District 1 of Indiana. Congressional District 1 of Indiana includes Lake and Porter counties and a portion of LaPorte County. We're the campaign headquarters of Forward Team Daggett 2020 and our purpose is to provide information and context to the many things which are happening locally, nationally, and globally. So far we've shared information on our other media venues such as voting by mail, providing PPE for hospitals, and the impact of state lockdowns for some military families. Some of those other mediums are www.electdagget.com. For you Facebook followers, Facebook followers, we can be found at Antonio Daggett, Antonio Tony Daggett, I'm sorry. Instagram Antonio.daggett, Twitter Antonio Daggett. For you YouTube followers, just type in Forward Team Daggett. And for those of you that listen via podcast, we are on Spotify, Breaker, and Google Podcasts. And you just need to type in Forward Team Daggett 2020. Our topic this afternoon will be centered on really looking at law enforcement and its responsibility, particularly during this lockdown. Uh, Many states, as you know, have uh, instituted lockdown, many of the governors. In fact, 11 states have yet to institute uh, state lockdowns. But our concern and and information we want to share, particularly to um, actually take care of the public under, under such circumstances, as well as look out for our law enforcement, is to really make sure that the executive orders being established by governors have the specificity necessary for law enforcement to be able to establish the kind of rapport necessary uh, to deal with this issue of lockdown. You think that's an important issue, Vita? Oh, I do. Um, I think it's it's very necessary for the um, law enforcement to have specifics. Um, I think it just, when we have specifics, then everyone knows what their role and what their jobs are. They know exactly what is expected, what they should be doing. Very good. You know, a good example, I think, is uh, the governor uh, of California, Governor Newsom. His executive order gave specificity as to how uh, law enforcement would go about uh, actually enforcing uh, the stay-at-home order. Additionally, the mayor of Los Angeles also gave uh, a specific specificity in his order for for stay-at-home. And and even down to the, uh, we've seen it at the uh, police chief level, particularly the San Francisco uh, police chief gave specificity to law enforcement about how they should go about enforcing the stay-at-home order. We recognize that the longer this order is in place in many states, the more frustrated people will become. Uh, particularly as a veteran, I know that uh, typically veterans are, are people that are, are, have a tendency to be really free-spirited sort of folks. And so uh, lockdown, um, isolation is a very difficult time for them. And uh, it's important that law enforcement have the specificities necessary to enforce the order. Um, Some of the things we want law enforcement uh, to actually take into consideration, and this should be identified in the uh, stay-at-home orders at each of these levels, 
is maybe to seek social pressure. In other words, seek social pressure initially. Maybe a neighbor, you know, telling another neighbor, hey, look, you know, it's important for us to stay in. We don't want to spread the virus. We want to do everything we can because by staying in, save lives. That's what California has done. Exactly. Some areas of California. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Now, obviously, if the the response is not positive, the response is not the response is not in compliance, then of course the police be, can become involved, and in a way that is uh, conversational, you know, colloquial, uh, attempting to actually always uh, seek uh, uh, de-escalation of an issue. So maybe talking to the individual telling them about the enforcement of the state requirements for staying at home. And then, of course, if that doesn't uh, happen, then uh, issues, California has allowed for the issuing of a misdemeanor. What they have done completely, what they've avoided, was to make sure that no one would be arrested. And I think that's important. The specificity of law enforcement at this point should be that in a case like that, we're not looking to see anyone uh, become arrested. Obviously, because you know uh, we have the situation in some of our jails and prisons with people testing positive, but the other thing is we want to maintain a certain amount of uh, calm in our communities and neighborhoods, recognizing the kind of frustration that's taking place with the lockdown. Your thoughts about that? Oh, I totally agree, especially with the part about them not them not wanting to arrest people that's that's not what they're aiming for is is to make an arrest they really want they really want people to to stay in they really want us to maintain those that that social distancing um but yes i mean they don't i mean another reason they don't want to have to arrest people is because they're letting people out they're 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 letting people out of the jails because of the whole COVID-19 thing. So that's counterproductive. They're they're letting people go and to keep bringing people in. Mm -hmm. My dad was a a retired uh, police officer over 30 years of military service. And I can remember him saying to me often that uh, 95% of the job is how you approach people, how you talk to people. And I think this is going to be particularly important at a time like this when there is so much frustration. Uh, you know, people are being uh, locked down. There is some seclusion and some isolation going on. And so the important thing is law enforcement should be given uh, specificity. And I've said that before. I'll say it again. They must be given specific direction as to how they are expected to operate under these very, very unusual and unprecedented circumstances. And leadership, leadership should dictate that. Leadership should be able to say, these are the specificities that need to be put in place. So we want to see all the cities here in this district, in in the congressional district, we want to see all the mayors, all the town administrators, make sure that they put uh, specificity in their direction to their police chiefs in enforcing this state uh, lockdown uh, executive order because I think it, it makes it easier on the community uh, and as also it makes it easier on our law enforcement who do such a great job in, in keeping us safe each and every day in our communities. So we want to thank you for taking time with us and spending it here at Forward Team Daggett 2020. Remember some of the announcements that's, that have been made. Again, June 2nd is the primary election. Um, we want you to keep that in mind. And also remember, you can now vote um, by mail. And that requirement is, that, that, that requirement now, the, the allowance, allowing that requirement 
uh, is now available to any and everyone who's interested in voting by mail. It's not restricted as it was in the past. Uh, everyone who would like to vote by mail, you need to make sure you contact uh, your county, uh, Lake County, uh, Porter County, and LaPorte County offices and let them know you're interested in doing that. They will have you download a particular form or send you a particular form you need to complete so they can then send you out an absentee ballot, a, a vote by mail ballot. So we want you to keep that in mind. Again, you may be receiving material that has the May 5th date on it. Understand much of that material was printed up before the June 2nd date was changed and therefore understand it is now June 2nd. However, however, based on early voting, you would still be able to early vote on May 5th because early voting will start May 4th, which is 29 days before the election. Early voting always starts 29 days before the date of the election. So technically, uh, you can still vote on May 5th, but it would be by early voting as opposed to um, the, the, the regular primary date for voting. All right. And please be advised, if you're voting by mail, that um, that ballot must reach the county clerk's office by May 21st. That's correct. That's correct. That's the date. That ballot must reach the county clerk's office by May 21st. So you okay. need to reach out to the county clerk's office right away to make sure you get your form in the mail so you can then return it long before May 21st. Alrighty. Well, thank you again for taking time and spending it here with us uh, at, at Team 4 Team Daggett 2020. And we are excited about this election, excited about the leadership, and we're excited about uh, the need for making sure that we have experienced people uh, who are able to deal with crisis uh, in position to make a difference on behalf of our community. Thanks again. Have a wonderful day.